0: Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show.
1: What up, what up? Here we are with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield. Dom Joe on the line. What's good, Dom Joe?
0: What's up, world? How's everybody doing out there? You know what I'm saying?
1: Max Million, what up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? I thought we discussed this last week. How y'all doing? Exactly. Hey, you got engage to the, engage the listeners, man. Both of y'all hit the same <laughs> joke. How y'all doing?
0: <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying That's crazy, man. But this is a great episode. This is our first installment of Who's Where. Um, as we discussed at the beginning of the year, we're going to start doing UVA-focused alumni uh, guests on the podcast um, and start building a, a database and a catalog of UVA alums and where they're at and what they're doing. Um, I think that's just a, a great tool for all of us to have. Um, and an announcement that we will have, Man, Max, we discussed that we will be doing a live podcast, Black Alumni Weekend, so make sure everybody's there. We'll be doing a live podcast. We're not. Uh, I think Max is going to round up all the details, but Dom Joe, I haven't even talked to him about it. Make sure you're a Black Alumni Weekend, Dom Joe. We're going live. You feel me? Oh man,
2: we're
1: going
2: to history, baby. Ah. <laughs> hey Dom, I'm a, I'm a, you know when we live, there's no uh, mutant or beep, bleeping you out, so I'm gonna need you on your best behavior. Hey man, hey yo, hey, this is y'all didn't tell me about this. You know what I'm saying? This,
0: you will get Dom Joe, 100% of Dom Joe and whatever comes with that. That's all I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got a special guest on the podcast, man. Um, the first and the, the first edition of the who's where she should feel extremely, extremely blessed to be the first edition.
3: Um, Kiera Wack, what's good? What's up? How y'all doing? I said the same thing they said. How y'all doing? I guess, yeah, well, guess you're talking to us. Time. Yeah, yeah. I
1: guess you talking to us. How we doing? But we yeah. doing good. See, when they get on here, they get on here every week and ask <laughs> nobody, how you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They ask nobody, how you doing? But, um, that's cool, man. Uh, so care, give them your, um, uh, I guess your year, UVA, where you from, just a real quick basics. And then, uh, we'll get into like, you know, a little bit about what you're doing now.
3: Okay. Um, I'm from 757, um, Hampton, Virginia. Went to Bethel High School, graduated in 07, and took my talents to UVA. I majored in psychology. Um, I had a little bit of a streak of depression in school, and that's kind of what sparked my chef in nutrition um, interest, but we'll get into that a little bit later. I guess um but yeah from Hampton, Virginia sure. and then went to UVA majored in psychology so
1: my first question for you is you know in football the 757 guys act like they the toughest guys that's walking around the campus now from you <laughs> growing up in the area do they do they do they just walk tough or they talk or they just talk tough
3: or do they walk or are they really about that life out there in the 75 man Nah, I'm gonna have to be on their side with that one, cause um, okay. <laughs> the seven five seven athlete life is really like that. Like, All right, they so really I, put You on, know, my go. When I walked in there, I said, frick.
1: first thing I'm gonna do for is slap the first seven five seven guy in the mouth, so they know it's not no game in Kentucky. All right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Man. hey. I'm going to keep it real, though,
0: man. Richmond, everybody always talking about 7-5. There's something in the water. Tide water, man. But, hey, Richmond... not nah, really, though. No. A, ...a row for their money, man. I do
1: Uh-huh. You don't know? <laughs> you don't, well, uh um, <laughs> Hey. Huh? Hey, man. That's, that's another debate for another day. Richmond versus the... 804 versus 757. I don't even want to get into it. Right there. You know what I'm saying? Um... But Kier, so what was your experience like at UVA? I guess, um, just in general, you don't have to go into details, but just give us a little bit about your experience as a black, um, student at the University of Virginia, female, um, going about finding her way.
3: Well, one thing I always tell people, like now that I'm, it's been a minute, like 10 years, 10 plus years since we've been there, um, or since we started at UVA. I definitely don't think that I was properly prepared for a school of that rigor. And I don't know if it's because of where I'm from or whatever, I guess like my high school did not properly prepare me. Like I definitely like went through high school, breezed through it. You know what I mean? Graduated top of the class. Then I got to UVA and I was like, wow, like this is really hard. So it was really kind of difficult for me to adjust to the level of, rigor that uva brought um academically now like socially um i'll say that it was like the best years of my life (laughs) i definitely wish i could go back like you being in college you like you on your own but you're not really on your own you know you just having a good time going to school whatever like that um as a black female um of course, you know, we were the, like, the minorities. Um, it was, it was very different being in class. You would be in, like, a small class and you're, like, the only black person there. Um, and you feel like you gotta really hold your own, like, represent for who you, you know what I'm saying? For the black people. Um, it was different, but I won't say it was unbearable. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely enjoyed the time there.
1: That's what's up. So you're currently, as Dom Joe mentioned before we got on here, chefing it up, chefing it up in the kitchen. So tell us how you got to this path of, of going down this route and some of the, I guess, hard, or what was making, what made, what made you want to go down this route of entrepreneurship? Um, did you have any like, um, I guess, second guessing of yourself and just anything that you may want to tell about that, about your journey to get into where you're currently doing.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before, when I introduced myself, um, being in college, I was definitely, I hit a streak of depression because um, I was in a relationship and I was abused in the relationship. And, I don't know if y'all know this, but I was abused in the relationship and almost actually lost my life. And so I ended up having to move home before I was even finished with my degree. And I had to finish here at home and take classes at the community college and transfer them in. And that's actually when I gained like 60, 65 pounds during that period of time. And... um. I was always cooking, like, just growing up cooking. I was always cooking in college. But during that time, I was like, all right, I've gained, like, 65 pounds. I need to figure out how to cook in a healthier way so that I'm not losing myself completely. So I started to, you know, post food on the on the gram and, and online and stuff. And I was getting, like, some really good feedback. And people were like, well, why don't you... You know, start a blog, or want you to this, want you do that, and I'm like not thinking anything of it. I'm just like I'm just cooking, like I'm just like doing this, and so I kind of like took him up on that offer, and I used to, you know, I, I actually created a blog for it, and with the blog, I was, you know, um researching like how this food can help you. Like this helps your your depression. This can help your you know, your focus, and I got kind of got, like, deeper into the food, not just cooking to eat, but cooking to figure out how it could help me to get myself out of the hole that I was in mentally. So I was doing that, and over the years, I actually lost, like, 65. I lost, like, all that weight back, and I was getting, like, a lot of attention online, like, not even intentionally. It was just happening, and you know, um, I ended up connecting with a lot of people, my networking, my network got very large. Um, I ended up connecting with this guy who had a restaurant in Richmond and he was, um, looking for somebody in some five, seven, who was interested in like opening up a store, like a franchise of his store here. And ended then up, ended up getting into that. And I ended up having my, you know, owning my own restaurant out here. Um, it was his franchise and it was like a meal prep company as well. So that's how I got into that. But that actually didn't end up working out. I, I ended up like closing the store voluntarily and like walking away from my situation because I was actually taking advantage of with that. Um, and then, so now I'm pretty much getting myself back on my feet, um, my networking is still, my network is still growing. I'm still cooking. I'm still meal prepping. I'm still a private chefing. Um, I've gotten in contact with some NFL players and I got um, some new contracts in the works for this year. So, you know, bigger and better things. Here we are.
1: That's that's dope. Um, There's a lot of things going into that. John Joe, you got any questions right out of the gate? I know I got some, but I know I'll be dominating the conversation and they just be on mute all day waiting to see where I'm going with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Um, real quick, real quick. Um, I just want to know what, what, what are your future plans for it? So you sound like you got a good start going. You know what I'm saying? And there's still a lot of ways, a lot of possibilities for the outcome. And mm-hmm. like, do you want to have a restaurant? Do you want to like create like a company that you could like sell or something like I, Like, what's your future plans for what you got going on
3: i actually do i would like to open up a um something new um and i'm actually talking to in conversation with um a financial advisor currently i have written a new business plan for a new restaurant that i'm trying to formulate um i would like it, i would like for it to be like a a two-sided type of store. Like, one side would be, like, a smoothie and juice bar. And then the other side would be, like, a a salad sandwich wrap panini type of line. Have it, like, be very close by to, like, a gym. You know what I mean? So people could be, like, a one-stop shop after they work out. Something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I definitely don't think I'm done in the restaurant field. But I had to take a step away, you know, for the moment. Um, What was the second question you asked me? Just, like, what... um
0: like, what your plans are for the future, like, would you want to create, like, some type of chef company that you could, like, sell, or, you know, do you see yourself doing this forever?
3: Absolutely. And it's not even just about the cooking. For me, it's about, you know, like, okay, I have a brand called Got Alchemy, and it's basically, you know, alchemy is just about, like, manipulating the properties of matter to create the outcome that you would like. So, for me, in relation to, like, cooking and, like, food, I'm trying to help people know how to put pieces of food together so that they can elevate their mentalities, their relationships, their careers, because I honestly feel like you can't really get very far in what you're trying to do if you're, like, neglecting your diet. So... For sure. I'm definitely looking That's to... That's probably a big fact right there.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's
3: facts, but, um... <laughs> I think
1: I think that's, I think that's 100, man. I think the diet is the most underrated part of like trying to get back in shape. Everyone mm-hmm. else go to the gym, go to the gym two or three times a day. I know I had that issue for me, especially the fact of we could really eat whatever we wanted because we trained so much and our metabolisms was so high while we were playing ball and playing sports. And then as mm-hmm. soon as you get done with that high activity level, um, and you still eat whatever you want to. I remember one time Dom Joe brought two burritos home back from the, uh, Back from Chipotle, but He know he he still to this day he still to this day denies that, bro. But I never see a guy eat two burritos in the same city except for That's uh, great. Donald Joe. But um, I really don't. Yeah, remember that. I mean, he really don't remember that, man. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> but um, the um, like I said, when I got done playing and I was just eating and and just eating and not working out the same. Obviously, you know, you can explode real quick, dynamite. TNT. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, you got to really focus on that. I think so. I can definitely use some advice from just dieting and nutrition and all different type of things. I think that my question for you is, you know, a lot of people like to do, like, just calories and they don't care what they eat. Are you a believer of that or not a believer of
3: that? No, I'm like a not a believer of that. No. Yeah. I don't even think about calories when I'm eating. It's not even about that. Like, it's about what you're eating it's not even about calories at all i don't think that's like i don't agree with that at all
1: Word. So like i, I can mean, eat that's the kind
3: of thing yeah like i can eat like honestly like i don't even go i don't even like follow like portion guides when it comes to certain type of foods because i can overeat them and it's be fine nothing's gonna happen like it all depends on what it is that you're eating word max what you got
2: uh, yeah, I'm gonna switch up a little. I got a different question. Um, you know, obviously, care being an entrepreneur, uh, a lot of people are gonna hit a roadblock. It sounds like you hit a you know a pretty big one at, at college towards the end of it. Just kind of, what would be your advice to somebody who is you know in that position? Because it's never smooth sailing. That that kind of helped you get you through it and start. And it sounds like you hit you know two major roadblocks. But what what kind of kept you going?
3: Um, I guess like my goals. I would I would definitely advise people to dig deep and figure out what, who you are as a person. Like, even though I've hit these roadblocks, I've always known who I was and I'm like, okay, that didn't work. So go another way. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't mean that that's the end all be all. It's just, I have to do a detour or plan B to get to the goal that I'm trying to get to.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's just important to know that, you know, Eat, there's always going to be an easy way out, but the yeah. most successful people know how to get around it, so mm-hmm.
3: it's
2: good to know.
0: That's how do you real. feel about the, the vegan lifestyle,
3: Pierre? Um, okay. Yeah, I one really of my opinion on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I feel like this whole vegan push that's been so overly populated nowadays, I feel like it's How do I say this? I feel like it's just like a popularity thing. Like, okay, so the government and like the media and like, they're like capitalizing on consumers not knowing. Like they're pushing this, 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 this vegan fad and they're selling all of these vegan items that are not healthy. And people think that just because something says vegan, that that means that it's healthy when that's not the case. Like, they have all these vegan, all these vegan, um, things in the stores. And I'm just looking at the ingredients. Like, people aren't even reading the ingredients. They just see vegan and they're like, oh, I gotta get that. I'm vegan now. Like, people, you can't let you find, don't let somebody find vegan, uh,
1: vegan cupcakes or vegan gummy bears. Shoot, they love anything that that says vegan and it
3: vegan. And, you know, I think that people are confused and they think that, so one thing, so you can't just jump tomorrow and say, I'm vegan. Like, that's not how, you, that's not how the mind works. The psychological brain, you don't, it can't just say I'm vegan. You have to really like work towards it. You have to take certain things away from your diet, gradually add others to it. Like you can't just jump and say I'm vegan because then you're going to end up eating foods that just say vegan or are labeled vegan that are har- harming you. You know what I'm saying? And people and yeah. the, and the government and, and 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 stores they're capitalizing on 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 us because we just we just don't know that.
0: I ain't gonna lie, man. My goal right now is to. I typically stick to it. I have one non-vegetarian meal a day, so like I have one meat a day, and then I eat vegetarian for the rest of the day. Um, but
2: like, no, no that's not even remotely being vegetarian. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> So that's you eat cereal said, and milk for breakfast, and then you eat meat, and then you eat, and then you just no eat one, like a just, I'm just saying. All right. well, <laughs> I mean, but you're not even close. Like I thought you were doing say like one a one a week or something like that. <laughs> what a day! Yeah, what a day! You know, some people eat twice a day. You basically don't eat a regular diet, bro. <laughs> yo, did I even say that? yo, no, that's not true, bro. I
0: know y'all be eating meat for every meal, bro. You know what I'm saying? No. Breakfast.
2: Hey, I'm,
1: a, I'm, I'm, I'm peeking. I'm peeking, bro. So, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? I do my own thing. <laughs> nah, and me with the meat. I eat
2: one meat meal a day. Like, yeah, and even with the meat.
1: meat.
2: <laughs> no, let, let me finish my point.
0: Um, in my, in Go my, ahead, point, try to eat healthy. Um, I did fall into exactly what you were talking about, Kiara, where like, especially like in work, like I would just, Instead of taking the time to find like a really like healthy or like even like a Nutri-Grain bar or something, I would just go to the store real quick and get some French fries and say, you know what? It's not meat. It's cool. Boom. And I get back to work. So I definitely understand what you're saying.
3: Mm-hmm. And even with meat, like, yeah, you know, meat is meat, but what kind of meat are you eating? You know what I mean? Like if you're going to eat meat, you need to eat something like chicken breasts, boneless, skinless, chicken breast or like lean ground turkey. Like those are the only okay ones. That's my big uh-huh. that's my big my biggest
0: reason for cutting back on meat though is too. I just feel like I feel like um if you don't pay attention to your diet, then trying to eat closer to a vegan is the lesser of two evils. Cause like I mean my my original plan for like the reason why I do it is to stop like heart disease and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what vegan mm-hmm. foods actually cause heart disease? Like, you know what I'm saying?
3: Actually, a lot of them that they're trying to push in this whole vegan fad. That's like what? What that's my whole point that I'm saying. Like, all of these these foods that you see, like these, you know, these patties, these all of these little brands that you see in the store. Like, I can't even call them off the top of my head, oh, but you see like the meat stuff. Yeah, Impossible like Impossible Burger the substitutions of like people want to substitute cheese substitute substitute meat like you don't even know what is in there you know what i'm saying just like you go to the store and you get like some pre-made pre-packaged like burgers or like some pre-packaged whatever you don't know what they're putting in the meat like they can literally lie on lie on the ingredient list and say that they put this in there or they didn't put this in there and they actually did they can lie on there and say that
1: that is that is yeah. real. That's a one. That's real. What well, is one real point right there? Everybody yeah. want to be vegan, but then you have all these imitation situations, and they're basically all man created exactly. products.
3: You know what I'm saying? Isn't that an so oxymoron? You're vegan, basically, like you're skipping the whole process. Like you skipped I, what you're supposed like to do. <laughs>
1: yeah, I feel like vegan and organic supposed to be like the same thing, but that's definitely not organic. That stuff. That stuff man made to the T.
2: But exactly. uh um, in the natural meat. Yeah. Um, that's why, uh, that's why on my diet, I only eat one dessert a day. <laughs> one dessert a day. Hey, I'm gonna eat one dessert a day. This is <laughs> what I'm gonna do.
1: I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna get on this vegan diet and I'm gonna make sure that out of my, out of my three courses, out of my three courses, <laughs> one of them gonna be veggies. <laughs> oh man. I was gonna, I was
0: gonna. Y'all <laughs> got man. that. Y'all got that. Oh man. That's
2: oh, funny.
1: God. I just had me. Uh, Here goes the topic Oof. of the day, man. So what was on my mind today is doing what needs to be done at this moment in time. You know, people try to flip the switch on and say, Man, this is a big moment. I need to be great in this moment. Or this ain't that big of a moment. Let me just, you know, if I just go and do my thing, like, you know, I'm gonna be solid. But really in general, we don't really know if it's a big moment. Until time tells us there's a big moment. And you know what made me think about that? Was um the Florida State play when I chased down old buddy on the goal line. Like in my head, when I'm running to after him, I'm like, should I run after him or should I not run him after him? Is it worth it or is it not worth it? If I don't catch him, then my ratings for my speeds going down on Madden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then my rating on my speeds going down on Madden. If I if I if I do catch him, okay, we're on the one yard line, they probably gonna score. But like in that moment of about to run, go catch this dude, um, you know, it's really is this a big moment or is this a bad moment? Or is it a big moment? You don't know if it's a you don't know what type of moment it is until the game's over or the time is over. So I wanted mm-hmm. to know um from your guys' opinion, um, basically, have there ever been a situation that you was in where you really you look back on it and be like, man, that really was something that I didn't know that that is bigger than what I thought it was in the moment Um, and how somebody should go about anybody that's an entrepreneur, business person, or just an individual in general going day to day to a nine to five. How should they handle their day to day process and try to treat every moment like it's a biggest moment? Cause you can get caught up in mundane principles. I'm gonna let Max, Max start. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, no, nah, yeah. I mean, especially when you're an entrepreneur and even, Uh, you know, if you're in my field of construction or real estate, whatever field, honestly, you just never know who you're going to meet. So, um, you know, don't ever brush somebody aside. Um, you know, always make it a point to introduce yourself to people. If you ever go to an event, um, no matter who they are, for example, there was, I was at a, um, big networking event and, you know, there was just a lady there. She didn't say anything special. Um, you know, we just talked a little bit about what she does, what I do. And then, um, she called me like two weeks later. It's like, Hey, I want you to just come check out my house. She had me do a basement wet bar in her house. Turns out she, her whole business is buying and um, flipping properties. And, um, you know, we just connected there and she really loved the work I did. And now I'm the number one guy she uses on the properties that she flips. So, um, you know, I could have tried to look for all the, you know, the guys that were in suits or, you know, I thought were the big wigs and could have passed her up and I would have, you know, been missing opportunities. So, Um, I would say definitely, at least when you're networking and just, just treat everyone like they're the CEO of that company.
1: Big facts.
3: Big facts. Kia, what you got? Um, I think that being an entrepreneur, every moment counts, literally. Like every moment of the day is important. Like you can literally fall into, um, You can't, you have to have more discipline than like the typical, I guess, person that has a nine to five, because you are the person who is in control of everything. Um, just, I would just say generally, you can't, you have to be more disciplined with your time. Time management is of the most, utmost importance. Um, you just have to be on top of yourself. Like every moment counts, be productive as much as you can. Like, that's Thanks. all I will say about that.
1: Don Joe.
0: Hey, man. Name of the game is stay ready so you don't have to get ready, man. You got to hop out the, you got to walk out the house with your game face on, man, ready to
1: change. Hey, Don Joe. Work. Hey, Don Joe, break down how that how that play actually worked out for us when we when, once we stopped nobody on the wood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, you know, I actually uh, wasn't on the field for that. Man. You know, I was hurt. So, bro, you was uh, on the
1: field, bro. You was on the field. Nope. All right. Dom oh, Joe.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that was the that was the drive I got hurt. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Man. And I was hopping around, right?
1: Yeah, man. Hey. Go ahead and give him out. I'll tell you my perspective. Then I'll let John Joe tell you his perspective. So we're down in Florida <laughs> State Thursday night. And dude, whatever his name is, Speed Reed. Obviously, he didn't have too much speed. And uh he got caught on the one. Um uh, Tackle them, jump, tackle them on the one. All right. Blazi, blase. They about to score anyway, right? That's, that's at least, you know, what everybody else would think. And shoot, I ain't going to lie. I might have even thought it, but I wasn't going to let my guys think that. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, let's go. Just one, one stop, one stop. We go ahead and go from there. Dom Joe's lipping around back. I'm like, bro, you good? Come on, Joe. Snap out of it, bro. What's wrong? Hey, hey, bro. You know how Dom Joe, everybody that knows Dom Joe, y'all might not know, but it. Uh, when we go, when we do our yeah, live man. podcast, you'll figure it out. But Dom Joe's just walking around, like, talking to himself, like, hey, bruh, hey, bruh, hey, bruh. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to leave that better load. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that load over there. But, uh, long story short, he ended up having to have like a, his hamstring or something was messed up. His hamstring or something was messed up. But we got to stop on first down, got to stop on second down. Uh, they started throw the. I think they th- tried to throw the ball on second and third down. Um, and Dom Joe was out there like a wounded horse, but he was getting the job done, man, in, in the clutch. He was holding, grabbing, uh, tackling. He was doing everything. I don't know how he didn't get called or nothing like that, but basically Dom Joe was out there trying to find a way to win, man, um, in that moment in time. And when you look back on him, it, it's probably the, the reason we won the game. But go ahead, Dom Joe, how you, rem- go ahead and re- talk about that. You can also talk about your thought process on that, uh, what was, <laughs> uh, Whole thing happened on a freaking punt. I got, I, they didn't even call
0: it, man. I got pushed in the back and somehow I popped my freaking hammy and it was like a really bad strain, man. And I couldn't shake it for nothing. So the my name of the game, like you said, find a way to win. And I knew one thing. If I got these, if these dudes got me in some space, I get exposed. So I just pressed the whole series. I pressed my man, the whole series. Then the play happened. And I was actually like, all right, This is bad, but it's good for me because they ain't got no real estate. You know what I'm saying? Then I can get to the sideline and figure this thing out. (laughs) So, so then I just kept my press going. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, my guys, Roy, Steve Greer, you know what I mean? They did the thing in the middle. I think, I think I got one play where I had to cut a, a lineman. You know what I'm saying, and, that was, and then uh,
1: all I know is that, I look back there. He had a handful of cloth. That boy had a handful yeah. of cloth, man. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah.
0: and then the fourth down, I think it was the third and fourth down, man. That boy was. I had it. I had that boy, and it right up in his jersey. I was like, Oh, I know one thing. I'm pressing, and I ain't missing. That's all I knew. <laughs> when I shoot my load, I'm not missing this boy, man. Hey, and once I got him, I just held on, tried to drive him out of bounds, keep him out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? They never called it. And, hey, we found a way to win. And then I ain't go back in the game, bro. So they sat me down. That was,
1: that was his last play. Um, yeah. But, Dom Joe, what you got? What you, so, I guess um, give us a business example or maybe a life example that you have as far as, um, you know, treating every moment like a big moment and, not, and also not knowing what this moment could actually be going forward. Um, not just trying to guess or predetermine, like, this is a big moment, this is a bad moment. But staying ready, uh, like Kiara said. And Max treating every moment like you don't know. So right. what's your thought process?
0: Um, For me, uh, it's pretty much like what Max said for, like, as an entrepreneur business-wise. For all my people that's working out there, man, being on a construction site um, for these past two weeks, uh, every day is important, man, because you never know. It's kind of like football. You never know what action, what you can do, what you're doing. It, it, it can change your life in a heartbeat, man. And the biggest – one of the biggest things that I realized – I like, think, like, um, that just caught me by surprise. That really shouldn't be so surprising is how many injuries happen on a construction site, man. You know, just going through everyday stuff. People, you got steel hitting somebody's head, these freakish accidents. You know what I'm saying? So, not even for bosses, for everybody, everything you do, you never know what's going to change your life, man. You know what I'm saying? You got to be preparing to, you know what I'm saying, adjust and, and, and focus all the time, man. You know what I mean? Because one little mishap, your life could mm, change in an instant, man. That's real. But as far as uh, entrepreneurs go, I mean, I just think the biggest thing is to recognize the gravity of your situation. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if nothing's important to you, then you're not going to treat it like it's important. I think you need to wake up every day and just realize, talk, talk to yourself, man. Check yourself before you leave the house. What do you want to do? What am I going to get out of today? What is what is reaching my goals today going to help me accomplish in the future? You know what I'm saying? And if you keep your goals in perspective and stay focused that way, then uh, the opportunities will come and you'll take advantage from. Them. You'll take advantage of them.
1: That's one hundred. Um, Kiara, you ever you ever listened to our podcast before? Don't even lie.
3: <laughs> I won't go lie. I actually
1: haven't. No. Wow. See, they got another one. Got another one, and another one. Um But it's cool. But well, we're, pre- we're gonna start listening now. Yeah, we're gonna need you to get on there, listen. You know, what I'm saying we spend hot facts. we just three young, three young guys striving to be better in life. Um Subscribe
2: and, f- and don't forget to follow.
1: Uh, yep, subscribe, follow, listen. That goes for everybody. Um Kiara, we appreciate you getting on the podcast. Dom, Joe, you got the gas this week.
0: Dang, I do got the gas, man. I ain't even ready. Man. All right,
1: Dom Joe, I'm, I'm going to give you some time to prepare so you don't end up on the bloopers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kier, um, go ahead and let everybody know where they can reach you. Oh, hold on. No, we got something else before we do that. Kier is actually the newest, one of our newest helping hands regional partners out there in the 757 area. So Kier, Dom Joe and Million are both. Helping hands represents, they both done turns. Man. I want them to, to, they about to scare you a little bit. Dom Joe, what she, what she, what she got ahead of her?
0: Man, this, this, and she's also is the bad. first,
1: she's also the first girl, she's also the first woman to do it. So underneath our umbrella. So she got some big, big feet to feel right here. Dom Joe, tell her, now go ahead and scare her, Dom Joe. <laughs>
0: All right. I ain't going to scare her, man. Um, the biggest thing, man, is just people don't let go of the rope. Don't ring the bell and expect nothing. Earn everything, man. You don't know what you're going to walk into, man. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of pressure. It's going to be stressful. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, do whatever you got to do to get the job done, man. That's pretty much all I can tell you. <laughs> you feel know me?
3: And no, oh, buy, vacu-
0: buy your vacuums from Walmart, man. The Dirt Devils. Don't get the expensive
3: ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah. Max, you got any advice for her after you had your first turn last year?
2: Get with the property managers, um, you know, at least a week or two before you actually start. I would even walk a couple units and then make sure you know what their expectations are before you start, because your expectation and theirs might be different. And the hardest thing to deal with is why you're trying to get no groove is doing like go backs where you got to clean a room to try to clean the other day.
3: Mm
1: hmm. Thanks. So, so we're excited for Kiara down in there, 757 Hampton Roads. Why do they say Hampton Roads? But Hampton Roads area. Um, <laughs> can let Um Let them know where they can reach you at, you know, email, Instagram, how they can get in touch with you if they want to do some type of nutrition plan or meal prep or any of that type of situation. Let
3: them know. Where, okay, y'all can reach me on Instagram at Chef chefkiarawack, that's C-H-E-F-K-I-A-R-A-W-H-A-C-K. Um Or you can email me at, that's my name again, Wack at God Alchemy. G-O-T-A-L-C-H-E-M-Y dot C-O.
1: Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being all here.
3: Thanks for who's, having me.
1: Who's where, of course, who's where. Um, 2019, once again, we'll be at UVA, Black Alumni Weekend. We hope to see everybody there. We'll be doing a live taping of the podcast. Dom Joe, bring us home. Gas of the week.
0: All right, man. Here we go.
1: Um, I got
0: the – I just, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. You know, I'm, I was struggling, but I got something now. And it's, I actually, it's the first quote that popped up on the internet when I typed in motivational quotes. And, um, I got a little story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a little story behind it, right? Okay. Oh, and, my and, goodness. And I All think right. It's go really relevant, okay. So the Water. quote is, our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall, right? Now, a week ago, um, one of my, <laughs> I was going to lunch with one of my, um, co-workers, right? And, I slip on some ice in the middle of the, I'm talking about I slip hard, right? In the middle of the sidewalk to the point that everybody's looking, right? And I'm coming back with my Chipotle bag. So, and it was cold, it was freezing. (laughs) The burrito. I I didn't even try to break my fall, man. I just, I tried to, I really didn't want my burrito bowl to come open. So I'm holding my, I'm holding my bowl, right? And just holding on and bracing myself for the fall. Boom, I hit the ground. Bowl falls out of my hand. I, I look at the bag. I'm like, man, that joint still looks like it's intact. All right, we good. Right? I get up. I, I don't even take my hand out of my pocket. Right? I get up, do a one-arm push-up, get my bag, check it. My food's still good. Everything's in the bowl. And I keep walking. Somebody comes up to me and says, oh, man, are you a Hold on, time out, on? time
1: out, time out, time out. Hold on, time out, bro. Did you just do a one-arm push-up on some ice?
0: It was on the side. No, I, I, on a... um on the sidewalk this is the cement, that, oh alright oh alright
2: yeah yeah <laughs> you <laughs> gotta, we gotta fact check this you gotta fact check yeah. this man you know so, one arm push up some ice <laughs> nah man hey if I had to I would've though um,
0: but uh and then I got up boom and then the one the uh, co-worker I was with she was like oh you okay you okay oh my god that must've been so embarrassing and I was like hey you ain't see that one arm push up though did you, you who, who you ever seen get off the ground like that you know what I'm saying you feel me? And I think that's just important, man. The get back, the minor setbacks for major comebacks, man. you you always going to have setbacks in your life, man. It's, it's always about how you bounce back from whatever was holding you down, uh, how you bounce back from adversity. I think that is why games are so important because there are little microcosms of life. Nothing ever goes right for the whole entire game. You know what I'm saying? You just got to finish on top. You know, if you attack every day like that, go one and no, just win the day and finish on top every day, figure out how you're going to win the day. I feel like, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll be on your way to uh, getting whatever your goal is, man. So in conclusion, it's about the get back, man. There's always setbacks, but it's always about the get back. How are you going to get up when you fall? You know what I'm saying? How are you going to rise to the occasion when it's time to do it? How are you going to be prepared for your now moment, man? That's it. That's the guess.
1: Appreciate that, man. We'll holler at y'all next week.